Hi everyone and welcome to this latest edition of Unit 4's Inspiration For You podcast. So today in celebration of International Women's Day and this theme, this year's theme of embracing equity, I'm delighted to welcome three fabulous Unit 4 guests to join us today. Um, so we're welcoming Sarah Portel, who's our VP of User Experience, Antonella Crimi, who's Head of Analyst Relations, and Irena Hernandez-Jack, who's one of our recruiters in our People Success team. So welcome everyone. Um, we're going to be discussing what it's like working in tech, what are some of the challenges that people have faced and of course the opportunities um, that are presented to us as well and we'll also be covering what everybody's view of how we embrace equity for the year ahead can be and beyond of course so welcome all and I'll start with you Sara um you're working within our product organization here at Unit 4 on user experience so be interested to learn a bit more about how you got into tech yeah well, uh, my first ever job was in tech. I got started in tech working in a startup in, in France. I was just a recent graduate. Uh, the company was doing some innovative work at the time. The industry sort of offered an opportunity for me to also get involved in the field. So it was very exciting for me about the idea of working on that very dynamic, fast-paced environment where I could contribute to the development of new technology, new new solutions. So definitely felt like a good uh, a good idea, good approach for me during that time. Of course, at the startup, I learned a lot. I get initial experience, especially in user experience. I later developed into my my area of expertise. I also gain a lot of experience in software development, project management, collaborating in teams uh, as part of the product organization. So definitely that was really valuable experience for me. And eventually that, that startup got acquired by a multinational company, who, which of course brought uh, new opportunities for growth and development for me. But that's how I got started in tech. My background was on communications and then I did a master's on behavioral science, but that was my step into, into tech early days. And did you find that it was perhaps um, an additional challenge being getting into a more male dominated industry, so the technology industry? Yeah, it it really was uh, back in the in the time. Of course, it was challenging. Uh, it did felt that unbalance sometimes that that male dominated feel. It, it it was obviously noticeable. However, there were still many opportunities for women to to thrive and succeed in in tech. And definitely, I keep encouraging anybody interested in the field to to pursue their goals, to to go after their ambitions. There is a lot of opportunity here. Great. And um, I'll move to you, Irene. So you, you're obviously recruiting um, lots of people into the technology industry for Unit 4. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a bit about how you broke into tech and, and just some of the, the things that you're seeing in terms of, I suppose, trends right now? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, of course. So, um, well, I started, I studied a degree in psychology. And while I was doing my degree, um, I had the opportunity to join Unit 4 as a, as a trainee. Uh, so it was super exciting. And similar to what you asked to Sarah, uh, it was moving from a very like fem- female-dominated industry, like it's psychology, to a very male-dominated uh, one as um, well, the software development industry. So um, yes, that was what I did. I joined Unit for as a trainee. Afterwards, I moved to a startup, what it was different, but still technological industry. And then here I am back uh, at Unit 4. Um, so so that's how I started. And a little bit for trends, well, 
I think it's still a little bit the same as always. Uh, the technological industry is still very male dominated in applicants and like candidates, we still see this, but slowly we can see a little bit more of a feminine, um, well, just um, candidates appearing, but still it's very slowly. So we need to, to do some work there. Okay. And Anton, I'm going to move to you because obviously you, you're head of our analyst relations here at Unit 4 and you, you have that global view. Um, some of the trends that Irene is talking about, do you see that just when you're, you're discussing with analysts about the tech industry and software in particular? Yeah, indeed. Um, I mean, I would say it's like a tech, as you say, it's a male-dominated world, but um, the, 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 the shift in, in getting more... Um, more women in tech it's actually happening i also see that a lot like with the analysts i i work with there's like a strong presence of uh, very um well prepared and very strong like um women analysts so mm -hmm. and and they're like extremely um insightful like they, they um i would say it's like the you know, seeing this is, is very inspirational because sometimes I think as women, we get, um, you know, like we, we think we should know it all in a way. Like when we do our job, especially in tech, it's like, uh, you know, like that was one of my problems when I started in, in tech. It's like I thought I needed to know it all and I needed to have all the answers, especially dealing with the analysts, right? Um, and I had some really good colleagues and also analyst like that actually told me it's like Anto you don't need to know it all like uh, you learn on the job you ask the right question you get the right answers and that's how you progress basically um so it's I, I love the fact that there are more women in in tech and that we're all supporting each other and we're all trying to like uh, lend each other a hand to to progress together so yeah, I think it's like I, I can see things moving very positively. And that's great advice. Everything you said is fantastic advice. So I, I guess if we can pick the other's brains as well. Um, Irena, do you have some advice for women and girls who want to, to come into tech? I'm um, just from the mm -hmm. recruiter perspective. And then Sarah will move to you and just be interested to hear some of your, your top tips for, for women and girls who want to progress in the industry. Yes, uh, like from my side, I will say that um, if you have this curiosity to join the technical industry, to empower yourself, to never think that um, your skills may not be enough, to never think that, um, like, yes, to, to try to be objective, like, because sometimes we have that subjective opinion of our own skills, we will be uh, will we fail or we will uh, succeed, we will um, be able to do it or not. And these questions really don't take us to any place like just try it if you feel that there is not a problem you are going to learn so many things in the in in that path that um at least you try and you know um that maybe that's your not is not your path or it is so um try not to think that kind of questions that only stops you and cre create those uh like mental barriers and just empower yourself and your skills and uh, yeah, be sure of your skills. Go for it then, yeah. That's all good advice as well. And Sarah, what are your thoughts on that as well? 
Yeah, from from experience, of course, working uh, all these years in in tech and navigating uh, through through the whole journey and career, one piece of advice it is to always be open to new opportunities and challenges. Don't be afraid to maybe step outside of the comfort zone or take on projects, take on tasks that may be a little bit unfamiliar to you, right? Because this is where the growth happens, where you can develop new skills, gain valuable experience. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the chance to and help you really progress in your career. So always say, you know, yes to, to new opportunities, be open to them. It's been always something that it's it's been important and, and it has resulted on, on progress. So definitely I step on on that. Another one for me that's very important that I have seen it also uh, in my personal experience but also on others is the the role of having mentors and role models uh, who can offer really great advice, great support and, and help navigate the industry. Looking for individuals and uh, look at your interest, of course, uh, what areas are you interested, the skills, experience, exper- expertise. And again, don't be afraid to ask for advice, mm-hmm. to ask for guidance. You will be surprised of the, <laughs> of the response, right? So, so definitely look, look for them. They are out there and they will be willing to help and support and, and empower that, that journey. And also be confident, be confident in your abilities, speak up, advocate for, for yourself. Don't be afraid to share your ideas, your opinions. The, remember the unique perspective that you bring, the valuable insights that you offer, your unique voice, your unique presence in the industry that actually help us all to promote that diversity and inclusion. So, so those will be maybe my pieces of advice personal experience while so what what I'm seeing that of course it, it helped a lot to actually move the needle when it comes to to equity yeah and I think that point around um advocacy supporting one another that really does tie into this year's theme for International Women's Day around the embracing equity um so how would I guess interested to hear your your perspectives how you'd advise other people I'll start with you Anto um how they can embrace equity or, or what you're planning to do to embrace equity this year and beyond as we work through the year yeah so I think it's like a, this, the way I see equity um, is all about... That was lots of questions you know, in one, apologies. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool. Um, but I think it's like a, equity is a big word and it can mean like a lot of different things also to different people. Um, what I learned through my career is that um, like a, I just like I need to be myself. I mean, everyone is different. And everyone is unique, like Sarah was saying, right? So, like, I think we all need to learn to first be ourselves, but also open up to diversity. There's people that are different from us. They might not have our same habits. They might prefer to work in the morning or in the evening or, you know, it's like we're all different. Um, We need to learn to listen and not judge. I know there's like, there might be what the are called like uh, um um what was that um it's like biases uh, sub un- unconscious biases unconscious right bias yeah so it's like we, we need to stay alert and just uh, be aware that those exist as well um and the thing is like uh, if we listen listen more um we like try and understand people it's like a, we can better work with other people and uh, and we can form stronger teams because it's like diversity is the main thing about 
um, you know, having a more productive environment. You don't know where the best idea is going to come from. Um, on another side is like a, about embracing diversity. I mean, uh, a unifor, for example, like quick, quick example here, we got, you know, we all work from home. Uh, we got this, uh, you know, flexible working policy, right? Um, I'm a dog mom like you are, Kate. So, uh, <laughs> For me, flexibility is paramount because uh, like, you know, I can start working, break a lunch, uh, have a walk with my pup, come back home, like uh, go to the gym if I want to. It's like, it's very flexible. We're all adults here. It's like, uh, as long as we hit our targets, uh, like uh, there's no, like uh, you need to be at your desk from nine to five. And uh, this mm -hmm. is such a relief. And I have to say it was a bit of a challenge at the beginning for me because I'm used to, like I, I was used to working in, off, in an office pre-pandemic, right? And I thought I had to be in front of my computer for nine to five. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would feel psychologically bad if I stepped out to go to the hairdresser if, <laughs> or like stupid stuff, right? I'm just saying, but it makes your life much easier. I think there is also mm -hmm. like, like a, a sort of um, a psychological block that you need to go over though, because it's not always easy when you're used to a certain way of working to adapt to a more flexible type of working. So I learned it that way, but I think yeah. it's like a flexibility, embracing diversity is these are all things that I'm, I'm trying to, you know, embrace in my day-to-day -day work. Yeah. Okay. And Erin, I'll ask you the same question really about how, how you, you plan to embrace equity, but also you know, how you're doing that and how also the organization's doing that. I mean, Anto mm -hmm. talked about at Unit 4, we, we do have a very flexible approach, which can accommodate everybody's different needs, which I think is really important. But I'd be interested to hear from certainly the, the people team's perspective, you know, mm -hmm. how, how you're embracing equity. Yes, so I think we should perceive equity as a, a tool or a process that we should follow to achieve equality um, without looking to equity, like without understanding where someone comes from, um, the barriers that they have need to, to overcome and like uh, their background is difficult to, to achieve equality. So for example, for us, um, one of the activities that we are doing from the women's group and is very related then to the recruitment and people success team is uh, going to the root of the problem uh, that is not having enough uh, female candidates and going to high schools and uh, giving different like courses and, um, and just trying to have uh, girls be interested in, in technology and software development and also providing some uh, mentors and role models that then they can look up to. So uh, that's an activity that we do yearly here in, in Spain. And um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good way to embrace that equity that we, we are looking for. Great. Now I'll turn the same question over to you, Sarah. And you also mentioned about the importance of, of mentors as well. But um, yeah, any any thoughts from you about embracing equity, how we're doing it as individuals and as an organisation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, in my own work and also personal life, I try to embrace equity by listening to the diverse perspectives. 
being aware of my own biases. And I think that's something Anto also mentioned, having uh, recognizing that, that everybody has our own biases and assumptions and so actively working to create more inclusive spaces for my team here at, at Unifor and the entire organization and also my my day-to-day -day life. I Of course, I always advise to everybody to start that wants to, to, of course, embrace equity in, in their life, to start by educating themselves on, on the issues, maybe trying to listen, to amplify diverse voices, diverse perspective, and actually actively working to, to challenge any inequalities, any discrimination. At the end of the day, embracing equity is about recognizing that we all have a role on it to play right in creating a better future um and so it's important that we support each other and we strive for equality and equity and on all that we do here at, at unifor we do embrace uh, i mean on the practices that, that we work on in in my area which is we working with product and and development teams and of course we are very involved on uh creating a great customer experience while we are trying to also adopt an inclusive design practice which means means that we uh, do research, we reach out to different type of background and different type of perspectives and, and different type of circumstances that our customers and users are facing at the global scale. And that help us understand the different unique needs of every individual and, and as a whole, so we can actually fulfill those needs. That's so something that, of course, um, it materialized then on the work that we do, but also it, it, it gives us that mindset, that mindset of inclusivity of, of anything that we do and that we are also trying to get our teams to to have that culture very very ingrained on every day on everything that they do right and I think just all, all the themes we've all said today you know International Women's Day certainly gives a moment that people can have that awareness become inspired and inspire one another as well and just as we close today I'd really like to hear from each of you about perhaps the the key moment in your career or something you're most proud of um, within within the technology industry as you've progressed um, that you know, you're, you're really you know, can pass on to others and that you're proud of so I, I'll start with you Irena good to hear from you okay um well for me it's kind of a general one because it's an ongoing task that I do but um I feel like participating in the recruitment process for a graduate program here at Unit 4 um it really gives an opportunity for people to have their first working experience but also for people that are looking for a career change um that maybe like they come from another background and uh, as, I, as I said previously, like they tried and now they are looking for, for another path and um, they would like to join the technological industry. Um, for me, working in that recruitment is really an achievement, like having people um, join us and enjoying their first working experience and having uh, a real working experience and, and that then they stay with us. Um, it's really an accomplishment, so. Great, and, and Sarah, your thoughts? Yeah, well, for me, one of the proudest uh, moments uh, is being and is an ongoing thing, but is, is mentoring, mentoring others, helping others grow and succeed. Uh, I always remember some key moments throughout my career, but the, those that stand up is when I've been mentoring maybe a junior colleague, uh, especially some, some years ago, who was actually struggling to find their foot in the industry. So we work very closely together to identify areas that maybe they could 
could improve, develop new skills, and I sort of provided that guidance and support along along the way. That was uh, multiple months, of course. And so over time, I did watch how they grew, how they they had a bit more confidence, and and they became successful in their roles, in their work. So I found it that incredibly rewarding for me, especially fulfilling the experience, the opportunity to to make a positive impact on someone else's career and, and see them grow that way. And uh, overall, I believe that mentoring others is a very important thing that we can do as professionals, sharing our experiences and expertise, and it can help lift others up and create more inclusive, more supportive uh, workplace cultures. Absolutely. Yes, that support is critical. And so, Anto, I'll hand to you just to, to have your final thoughts on that. Final thoughts on on like the the highest achievement in my career, like what made like the challenges. Yeah, what what made you yeah. most proud? Yeah, what made me most proud? So down, you remember when I say you don't need to know it all, right? Um, I remember one of my previous jobs, right? Um, I was tasked, and I was working in PR, PR and communication. I was tasked by my boss to basically set up a tiger team to organize our company user conference. I had no previous experience in organizing events. And uh, I sort of like started talking to everyone in the company about the previous user experience, uh, user conferences and uh, some of the customers. Like I started talking to everyone to like understand what I needed to do and how to make it better than previous events, whatever. Um, and then it's like, we formed this team. Like uh, I started talking with people that organized the event to what was like best practices. And uh, I got an agency because of course uh, you just, you don't need to know it all. You can get extra help. Right. Um, and like, uh, I didn't know I could do that at the end. I managed to run this um, conference uh, with like uh, over like uh, 1000 people attending i went crazy definitely but i managed and it turned out really really good so again it's like a, that's one of the proudest achievements because i didn't even know i could pull that right uh and if i could anyone can like no, i'm joking but like what i'm saying is uh, again it's like you don't really need to know it all. You can learn as long as you got this personal curiosity and, uh, you know, an end goal in mind, like uh, everyone can do everything, I think. So like that, that's what I'm going to leave it with. It's like, I think we, we are capable of doing everything. It's just we need to put our mind into it and, and have this personal drive and shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> inspiring words and absolutely right I think yeah we we can all support each other um embrace equity work together and and we we can do anything but thanks to all of you today for sharing your stories and um thanks to everyone for listening thank you for having us thank you <laughs> bye